from the front line. It's not going to work, man. From the tailgates. Representing KGYR and its stakeholders, we are the Forum for the Fan, the Bleed Blue Show. Flying solo, here's your host, Steve. And Blue Blue Show playoff episode NBA versus NHL. Uh, I've been waiting about 24 to 48 hours to speak on this. I would have spoke about it Sunday night, but I was so hyped, so enthusiastic, and happy after that Rangers win. And I know we're going to talk about that on the Ring Podcast with Ranger Proud at Tuesday with the guys. But I was thinking about it, the level of competition in the games between the NBA and the NHL. And for the NHL first-round games to be that much significant, significantly better than the second-round games of the NBA, uh, it goes to show that the NHL uh, has blown the NBA away uh, as far as the competition of games, man. I mean, let's look at the Game 7s uh, in the NHL because you had the Rangers and, and the uh, Penguins. You had the Lightning and the, um, the Maple Leafs. You had the Kings and the Oilers. Uh, Carolina Hurricanes and the Bruins, and also, uh, oh, gee, I'm missing one. Oh, yeah, the uh, the Stars, the uh, Dallas Stars and the Calgary Flames. So all five of those games were very, very good, very, very good. I, I think I, uh, uh, on a tweet earlier today, right, uh, I had the Rangers-Pittsburgh game was number one. Um, Tampa Bay over Toronto was number two. Uh, no, no, I take that back. I'm sorry. It was the Calgary game. The Calgary game last night versus the Dallas Stars. That was the, the second overtime on the Sunday night game was number two. Number three, uh, Tampa Bay over Toronto. Uh, number four, Edmonton over L.A. And five was the Carolina over, uh, over Boston. Now, all the games were very, very good, man. Very, very good. Um, I, I can't remember the last time a slew of those games have been that very, uh, not just competitive, but the drama, the the intensity. Every game was just fantastic. Um, From Saturday on, the three games on Saturday, starting with the Boston-Carolina game, and then it went up to the uh, Toronto-Tampa Bay game. Who lost Braden Point in that game? Remember, he got knocked out in the first period. You would have thought it was all she wrote for them, and Toronto finds another way to uh, wet the bed in the first round of the playoffs. And then Edmonton handling the Kings on uh, late fr- uh, Saturday night with the two nothing win. Um, because then you then you look at the games uh, for the NBA, right? The NBA, uh, the first round games were pretty much a snooze fest. None, of, I mean, outside of the Minnesota Memphis series, none of the games in the first round. Uh, series in the first round were really it's just the totality of it, not necessarily the individual games, but the totality of those games was just kind of boring. But the second round of uh, Boston uh, beating Milwaukee, uh, going on to the Eastern Conference Finals versus the uh, Miami Heat, I mean that was actually a very good series. I mean, pretty good, you know. Now you know as far as today's NBA, because that was probably the best as of right now. But uh, like other game sevens was just kind of a thud, you know. Um, Memphis and uh, Golden State never got to a game seven. Um, as far as without John Morant, uh, Golden State handled the, their business on Saturday and finished them off. 
so they're going to be facing um, the Dallas Mavericks. And then what Dallas did to Phoenix on, whew, man, on Sunday night, you know, being up 30 at halftime, uh, did not see that coming. Uh, that's probably one of the be- biggest letdowns I have ever seen from a number one seed, especially on a closeout game on their home court. I think we could go back to um, when the Knicks beat the, the Heat back in, what, 99? Uh, we, the Knicks really weren't a quote-unquote eight seed, in my opinion. I think because of that, that the, the shortened season, they had a bad start. But they were a better roster than that number eight seed. I remember even um, the 2016 San Antonio Spurs. You could go back to um, – Let's see, who's another one? Oh, the 94 Sonics in the five-game series versus Denver. But that was a five-game series, not a seven-game series. But that was a first round. Um, Phoenix getting smoked in back-to-back games, that game six in Dallas. You know, that, all these games have been kind of like blowouts. You know, the best game to me of the NBA playoffs was, uh, I would think or say, the game number five in Boston, Bucks at uh, Celtics. And see, this was one of the greatest plays I've seen defensively by a guard was by Drew, uh, Drew Holiday. When he um, came off the uh, his man, uh, helped block on Marcus Smart, blocked the ball, knocked the ball off of uh, Marcus Smart all in one motion, and later in the next couple of possessions, got to steal the seal of the game. Unfortunately for the Bucks, they were not able to seal the deal on uh, game number six. And they lost that, and then in game number seven went to Boston, and Boston had a field day with a lot of three-pointers made, man. Uh, Grant Williams had a big contribution off the bench, knocking down a lot of threes. Uh, Boston's playing with a lot of mojo, man. They're playing phenomenal. They got a test, though, in Miami because Miami uh, finished off the Sixers in six, right? So the Sixers, uh, without Joel Embiid in the first two uh, games of that series, um, and they fell, they fell to an 0-2 hole, and B comes back with the uh, the face mask. But Miami's too deep, too rugged of a team. I uh, played a lot of those games without Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry still has a bum hamstring. But that series was not good either, you know. The Philadelphia-Miami, I thought that would have been better. Harden did not really show up per se. Um, not a good series. I'm just going through all the series in my head right now at the top of my what I could think of. In the second round for the NBA, so we talked about I talked about Boston getting past Milwaukee, Philadelphia losing to Miami, so that sets up the Eastern Conference Finals on Tuesday. Uh, so in the West, you saw uh, John Morant. He had that situation with uh, with Poole, Jordan Poole from the Golden State Warriors, where he kind of grabs his leg and he ends up uh, out for the rest of the series. And, and then it was weird about it was the Memphis Grizzlies um, were down three, one in this series. And they had that big blowout without John Moran at home. They had like what, a 50 point, 47 point lead at one point. It's ridiculous. It doesn't make no sense. Even when all that said and done, uh, even being up that big, you, you just had the feeling that Golden State was going to close things out in San Francisco. And they did. Um, it sets up the Western Conference Finals where Dallas and Golden State, and I think, hell, shit, I think Dallas could beat Golden State. And I know they did it in the regular season. But I know things are different in the playoffs. Um, Luka, as long as Luka doesn't get hurt, Dallas has a shot. As You know, we already seen games where Luka Doncic in the uh, first-round series um, when they played – 
uh, without Luka Doncic and Jalen Brunson took over took over games, but this, this team go that team goes as far as Luka Doncic goes. We already know this because he's kind of got that Larry Bird uh, impact. Larry, Bird, I'm, I'm not saying they're the same player, of course, but you know Larry Bird was way better shooter, way better passer, way better rebounder. But Luka's the playmaker. He's the the impact, the talking shit, getting in people's heads. You can't really stop him. He gets to the he 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 takes up enough space and creates enough enough space for his six seven frame and he's a big strong guy and he's a load and he's gonna find the he's gonna make the right read uh, make the right play and you saw Phoenix have a hard time with that and defensively you see Dallas pick up on Phoenix full court in this series. Uh, Phoenix had a little bit of a tough time with some of the pressure in their first round series versus the uh, New Orleans Pelicans, but outside of that, you know, um, you know, outside of that, pretty much uh, uh, Phoenix ran into a buzzsaw, and, and they picked the wrong time of the year to uh, to really wet the bed. And Phoenix was rolling this year. I mean, they could not be stopped. They were smoking teams. They had like a double digit win streak multiple times this year. Uh, as, I think one as many as 15, especially like after game number three of this year. That's a big disappointment and a letdown after being in the NBA Finals last year. Now, Milwaukee kind of gets somewhat of a pass. No Chris Middleton in their series. And you saw they were being able to win without Giannis Antetokounmpo last year. Um, you know, Chris Middleton going to, the, you know, being in his closer role. He's a pretty good closer. He's the clear-cut number two on that team. But, that, but Boston, way too much for them, man. They got too many dogs, man. Whether it's Jason, uh, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, Al Horford was bringing out, you know, slamming the ball in Giannis's face. Um, so looking at these series, I'm going back. I'm going to go back to the NHL in a second. But looking at the NBA, they're okay games, but they were not the NHL. Um, when I say that um, Dallas up like 30 points at half. Um, on the road, on top of that, just terrible game. You know, this is right in the middle. I'm watching Rangers and 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 Penguins. You know, Doncic had as many points as the entire Phoenix roster. I never thought that would be able to happen. That 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 was one of the biggest letdowns I ever seen. Now it sets up uh, conference finals: Dallas and uh, Golden State. You see the, uh, you know, Steph Curry's back. Uh, or Clay Thompson is back with Steph Curry, and you bring in Jordan Poole, and you bring in uh, Andrew Wiggins. You got that four guard attack. You can go small, Draymond Green. You could go Looney, who got you like 18 rebounds in that last game. Uh, the defending, there's going to be a lot of three point shooting in that game. See, that's the thing. Dallas has streaky shooters, where I think Golden State has more of the professional shooters. You know, you got your Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, Jordan Poole. Andrew Wiggins can knock down a couple here and there. Um, you know, they don't even necessarily defer to Jerry Mulgrew. He's not necessarily a three-point shooter, of course, but I think uh, with all the shooting around you, Luka Doncic, it's going to make it for an interesting series because you saw Michael Finney-Smith get real hot, especially in those home games. Spencer Dinwiddie has kind of been a de facto two or three, depending on how the night Jalen Brunson has happened. Or Spencer Dinwiddie could take his man off the dribble. I think he was always a underrated player you know his years with Brooklyn uh even went to Washington for half a season before they made that trip for Christos Porzingis uh so it's just, you know this is kind of Lucas time to try to get to the finals uh they've seen his wars he's seen him average like 30 plus points a game 
But even with all that said, the NBA has not been the quality of games or series the NHL. Now, let me jump back into the NHL because I know we're going to talk some about this on the Ring Podcast with Ranger Proud. But I didn't expect – I'm going to go series by series. I didn't expect the Boston Bruins to go seven with Carolina. And that shows – the uh, the testament to Boston because I I kind of gave up I, I I thought I would have been over in six, but Boston gave Carolina hell and give kudos to the defensemen uh, Jacob Slavin and Tony D'Angelo they were leading the charge as far as points you saw Max Domi get two goals um, it was really a home series in that in that every all the games were won by the home team and that what makes the home ice of pretty much advantage advantages in in that one where. Carolina has a very good college-like home crowd, and Boston, uh, they they didn't give up because you saw Pasternak's late goal, like with 30 seconds left to be, uh, cut the goal deficit to one. But man, I mean, they they come at you with all kind of angles, man. That was a very good series. Um, there was a little bit of controversy, especially in the games in Boston. Uh, you could even talk about this uh, Washington in Florida series, where Washington at one point was up to one in the series. They won the first game on the road. And Florida is the President Trophy's recipient. That was a very good series in which, uh, it, it, you know, the, the, the old guard of T.J. Oshie, Alex Ovechkin, Knesikov, those guys, Carlson, versus the, the, the guys along, you know, as far as uh, Jonathan Huberto, you got Claude Giroux, who, Got his contributions, and especially with the trade with the uh, Philadelphia Flyers, you've seen a lot of, um, um, of of scoring with the Florida Panthers. They could do it at any point in the game. I think they're probably the most deadliest team scoring wise uh, outside of Colorado. Um, that's why they accumulated all those points for a reason. And I really think this is going to make it interesting with the the, the, the remaining series on tap. Uh, the Battle of Florida Part Two. You saw uh, Tampa Bay versus Florida last year, and Tampa Bay was kind of the, the defending champ, and they kind of had more to prove. Florida was kind of on the end. Where remember Joe Quinville was the head coach. Now he's no longer there. It's kind of Florida's time, and I think the NHL, for the for the most part, was been looking at this as a uh, a future when they both came into the league, you know, twenty plus years ago, of course. Uh, Florida doesn't really have hockey presence because Florida obviously is a sunshine state, beach. People are outside. You don't really think hockey. You don't. You know, there's more you know cold weather and Canadian teams or Canadian cities. So you got that going on in in in, in the, uh, for this conference final or not com- conference semifinals. Lightning and Florida Panthers. I mean, they're all good. All these games are good. I'm going to go back. I'm, 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 I'm going to get into that a little bit more as well as on tomorrow. But, you know, we've got to say also, I, I said it on the Ring Podcast for Ranger Prowl. The um, Tampa Bay beating, <laughs> beating Toronto. I saw that coming. You know, you never, Toronto's just bad luck, man. Bad karma, man. You know, they they show – you don't. I, I don't buy any of the Maple Leaf stock. It's every year with that team. They, as much as they look like they're going to put it on and do it, they they, they ran into the wrong opponent. It's arguably, had they played anybody else in that first round, I probably would have taken Toronto. Toronto would play Boston. Toronto would have played Pittsburgh. You know, you know, anybody. Pittsburgh, New York. You know, any of those other teams. Washington. I would probably would pick the Maple Leafs. It seems like 
the Tampa Bay Lightning has this fortitude, man. They got this championship swag. Even when Braden Point is knocked out for the game, they find a way, especially with Velasquez in the net. You know, they got the goaltending thing going on, too. Uh, They they took advantage on a a couple of slip-ups and mistakes by the Maple Leafs and really got game-winning goal situations uh, in that series, man. Stunned them in game six in Tampa Bay and went back to Toronto and sealed the deal in front of their home crowd. That has got to hurt for the Maple Leaf franchise and their fans, man. It's got to hurt, but it was a great series. That series alone probably beat any of the ones in the NBA. You could go to the St. Louis. Honestly, St. Louis, Minnesota, that was arguably the worst series of all the bunch, and that was pretty good. St. Louis handling business over the Minnesota Wild, as I said they would. Uh, St. Louis has uh, Minnesota's number. The Calgary-Dallas game was, uh, series was very tricky. Um because at any given moment, it seemed like Dallas was going to win that series, especially jumping up one nothing uh, early on in the game, taking the crowd out of it last night, overtime in Alberta. And Calgary finds a way to catch up, ties the game, just like they did in the game in Dallas, the last game in Dallas, where Dallas jumps up on the score. Uh, it was a very resilient series. And Johnny Gaudreau uh, would seal the deal in overtime. You know, Marksman, as far as him, he has had a great season. He's had a very good career with the Flames thus far. And it sets up the series versus the Edmonton Oilers, who uh, it was a couple of blowouts in that series versus the Kings. But when it came down to it, man, uh, the Kings uh, could not get the job done. They had a very good season, too. I've seen them play in person when I was out in Los Angeles. Uh, they had a game versus the Wild. They, they had a very good season. Los Angeles King. I don't think a lot of people had them in there. I think a lot of people were reserving that spot for the Vegas Golden Knights, who their head coach got fired, and Peter DeBoer uh, yesterday or today, something like that. And that goes to show, man, like, it's what have you done for us lately type of mentality in some of these uh, sports leagues, man. But Edmonton, uh, they've been waiting a couple of years to get back and really put some role in, and they have a lit home crowd just like Calgary or just like a lot of these teams. I mean, that's the home crowds are fantastic, man. Just watching it. It is, it is barnyard shit, man. Barnyard shit. So you got this battle of Florida, Tampa Bay and Florida. You got this battle of Alberta, Canada, Edmonton and Calgary. And then you look at the Rangers and hurricane series where there's a whole bunch of Rangers, uh, former Ranger players on the Carolina hurricane teams. It's almost like right and castles. Yeah. Derek Stepan, you got Tony D'Angelo, Brady Shea, Jesper Fast. You have a whole bunch of former Rangers that were kind of almost like written off that's on this powerhouse Carolina Hurricanes team. And now you got the Rangers who, and by all intents and purposes, got away with one versus Pittsburgh. I thought that was over. Like, you got to thank Jacob Trouba for knocking out Sidney Crosby in that series to set up the the concussion protocols for Sidney uh, Crosby. Uh the Rangers took advantage of coming back in deficits in game fives and game six and game seven. They, uh, Alexei Lafreniere, um, with the incidental ripping off the helmet of the defender of the Pittsburgh Penguins. And he, they looked all confused as far as him skating off the ice where he probably could have just picked up the helmet, probably got confused of the rule. And the Rangers took advantage of it with a odd man situation and making some advantage at tying up the score. And our team, Panarin, who had a, uh, lackluster playoffs, honestly. 
they been, they took they took him out, and he got the game winning goal. He goes from zero to hero in just a matter of seconds in the overtime. One of the most memorable go, um, goal scoring goals for the Rangers in playoff history. Uh, him, him contributed in that, and I'll talk about that with the guys on the Ring Podcast for Ranger Proud. Let's not forget about what Keandre Miller did as far as his defensive play to set up the the power play because it caused them to give them the hook on him with his long defensive reach. That was a interesting series. It felt like it was dominated by Pittsburgh, but the Rangers, uh, for the first time I saw all this season, where they didn't look like the better team. And they just got – they got outplayed, but they they took advantage of opportunities of certain parts of the game, some some good bounces, and the puck went their way. So got to give the Rangers credit, and we'll talk about that with the Ring, the Ring Podcast with Ranger Proud. Uh, I said Carolina – I already got the Carolina um, uh, matchup, uh, beating up on Boston, Florida over to Washington – um, yeah, I mean, I, I actually, you know, let me take that back. The worst series, of course, was the sweep uh, avalanche over um, over the Nashville Predators. You know that because it was four nothing. Outside of that, everything's been competitive as fuck. Very competitive. Um, I, you know, I would not write off St. Louis. I I think they have a chance. I, I'm gonna reserve my my thoughts. They're playing very well. I know Colorado's hot. But a lot of that core on that St. Louis team, and uh, Bennington is playing well in net for the Blues, I would not write off the Blues versus the Avalanche. I would not do that. I think I'm going to just think about it, sleep on it, and I'll put my prediction on that. So we got four very good series uh, coming up in the second round of the NHL playoffs are going to be probably better than the Eastern Conference Finals and the Western Conference Finals, right? Unless they're not blowouts. Unless those games go down to the wire, I mean, you got Boston and Miami, two dog of teams, uh, two teams I can't stand, can't, you know, I hate. Uh, if I had to pick one, shit, I mean, I hate the Heat more than the Celtics, so I probably would. It's hard to say that. I just, I don't want the Heat to get another championship over my my team, even though they already collected three, already surpassed the Knicks with their two. So I probably, by default, probably have to go with Boston with their 17 chips or whatever the hell the number is. What's one more going to help? You know, hurt by you know allow them as long as the Heat don't get one, right? And then out in the West, I think Dallas has a shot, man. I think Dallas, as long as Luka doesn't get hurt, they have a shot versus the Golden State Warriors because they play a steady, controlled pace game. And if those shooters get caught for Golden State, you know that one on one that defending Luka Doncic is just going to be hell. He has that Larry Bird type impact. But with all that said. Those games are not better than the NHL. The NHL had a phenomenal weekend, man. All five games, the three on Saturday, the two on Sunday. And the two, and the two on Sunday were the overtime games. That, 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 that's, you had a fantastic week of games, man. Fantastic uh, weekend of games. And it goes to the question, why is that? To be quite honest with you, I don't know. I don't know why that is the case. You know, um... The NBA, um, I don't know. Maybe I, I, sometimes I think it's a little bit is the way to call the game, so everything's reduced to shooting a lot of threes. You don't have to drive and penetrate and worry about all that too much like you did in the old time NBA. Maybe players are not as competitive as far as attacking the rim like that because everybody's chucking up threes all day long, right? It's a three point shooting contest in today's NBA. But 
as far as quality of uh, games with the NHL, just that one goal, the intensity, the crowds are the crowds are definitely better at the NHL game. I mean, the Pittsburgh games, all the home games, it was like college atmosphere. I mean, let me go through all the teams. I mean, they're all popping. I mean, Boston was loud. The Rangers game seven was loud. I thought the couple of games, games one and two, they were loud, but not like game seven. Uh, with everything on the line. Um, Washington, okay. Camp, yeah, you know, Tampa Bay still is rude. And Toronto, you know, they all see the Canadian teams will also add to their element. They got the, they got all like the, the sea of people outside of the arena. You saw that in Edmonton. You saw that in Calgary. And you saw that uh, uh, in Toronto. Uh, that adds to the uh, extra element of the home crowd feel. Um, it's going to be so much fun with the Battle of Alberta, Edmonton, and Calgary. I mean, that's bragging rights we're talking about. Of course, Stanley Cup, you want to win that first and foremost. But the team that's going to win that series and get to the next step of the uh, the Stanley Cup uh, a Stanley Cup birth is going to have the bragging rights in that province in Canada. That's without a doubt. And then also in Florida, which I don't think they care much about hockey. Tampa Bay has become more of a I would call it a hockey town, but they're embracing hockey. There's a difference. And, you know, there's been a little bit of a – they've been having a little bit of success with their, those teams. You know, they had Tampa Bay win the Super Bowl, and they, they had them go to the playoffs this past season on the football side. The Tampa Bay Rays have – the last several seasons have been a very competitive team, one, and one, one season with the best record. But the Lightning has kind of been the class act in that region, where down in South Florida – you know, it's kind of interesting where you got the Miami Heat, the number one seed. You got the Florida Panthers, the number one uh, seed in the uh, in the NHL. They kind of quietly in the sports world, in the NBA and NHL, have helped serve. Um, Florida doesn't necessarily. I think they have the weakest home crowd out of all the teams remaining. It's kind of good that the Rangers are in it because you get that tri-state market. All those people, most of them are Ranger fans probably. I say mostly Rangers and maybe Islanders and Devils after that. You have that factor going into it versus Carolina, where it's been a barnyard. The last several years, they've had very competitive teams. The former Whalers, um, after they left uh, Connecticut in 1997 to go uh, to Raleigh, North Carolina, won, won Stanley Cup ever since, you know. So uh, it should be a very good series with the the parameters is, is going to be better than the NBA. The only way the NBA can compete is honestly they, their games got to be close. I mean, all the NHL games have been close, where the NBA games have been blowouts. You've seen forty point leads, almost forty seven, forty eight point leads. Twenty. So it's easy to get a big lead, and there's not anything coming down the stretch. Uh, the first round games, I remember with Minnesota and Memphis, there were some close games in there, but outside of that. Um, you know, Miami beat up on Atlanta, so that was a bad series, right? Milwaukee beat up on Chicago, that was a bad series, right? Um, the Nets uh, got swept by the Celtics. Philadelphia handled Toronto in six, you know? Uh, there was a couple of good games in there, but it wasn't nothing all-time classics. And if you go to the West, uh, who's it? Let me try to remember who played who in the West. Um, Dallas. Uh, handling business. Oh no, no, I'm take I, I take that back. Denver lost to Golden State. That wasn't really competitive in that first round. Also, um, 
Damn, who the, who the Dallas play? I forgot. Shit, right off the top of my head. Whoever they beat, they beat. <laughs> I'll get back to it. I'll figure it out. I think it was the Clippers. Was it the Clippers? Probably was the Clippers. Uh, no, no, Clippers was the playing game. Minnesota had lost to Memphis. Um, damn, who the hell did they play? I, I'd have to check the schedule right off the top of the rim. I'm just trying to think of it off the top of my head. Um, let's see. But none of them stuck out. Like, like none of the games really, like, 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 like it was like dying. You had to see, man. Just none, just did none of that, man. None of that. Um, Phoenix beating up on New Orleans. Uh, New Orleans who competed in that those playing games, but all right, they had nothing for uh, you know you know the Dallas in Game Six and Game Seven. That was a bloodbath, man, bloodbath as you ever going to see it. So once again, another season of the playoff season in 2022. Now this time, you know the fans had a full season of fan interaction in the in the arenas. They're back, and you saw the impact, man. NHL for by far way better than NBA, and we'll discuss it as we go here on 2022. I wanted to get my thoughts out on that. I want to give a shout out to the NHL and the NBA uh, for putting on a good product, fans representing. Uh, but be tuned as we talk about it as we go, man. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. Uh, check out this episode. Oh, my thoughts on that. Sorry, here Sue, ladies and gentlemen, bleed blue. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Blee blue, blee blue, blee blue, blee blue, blee blue, blee blue, blee.